Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. My name's Aid and I am very pleased to say that we have here today with us uh, both Claire and Graham. Hello Claire, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I've just got back from Arles, which is lovely. Um, so that I would was hope a- so. I, yeah, <laughs> south of France in the summer, I'd be a bit yeah. upset if it wasn't lovely. Yeah, so it was really nice. So that was, um, obviously I was out for an exhibition um, and I was able to also see a lot of exhibitions. One of my favourites was Lee Miller, you know, the photographer Lee Miller. She was the um, photographer and photojournalist. Really interesting person, actually, because she, I think she she was a model at one point, then she became, mm. um, yeah, Man Ray's muse, and then it was a, a good photographer in her own right, who then became a photojournalist, didn't she? She went off and documented stuff around the, the Second World War. And so it was really good to see her her images, you know, um, a combination of sort of her Vogue shots and her some surreal pictures and then um, it, it photos from um, the death camps, basically, and stuff like that. So it was, it was very, very powerful, very interesting. Um, yeah, and, and I was able to produce a lot of work as well when I was out in France for a week, so that was really nice. So I've come back feeling quite satisfied. And and I've got 27 mosquito bites as well. (laughs) Well, well done for counting. Uh, Yeah, actually, can I query that? Like, you say you've got 27 mosquito bites, but I mean, unless they're all very neatly and very easy to see places, or did you get somebody else to count them up for you? I mean, I feel like there's more here. No, I could count them quite easily. I was just like, I was just completely attacked. There was um, all of my feet, front of my legs, back of my legs, my arms, my back. Honestly, it was like every time I went out, but it was it was intriguing because I couldn't. <laughs> we lost a bit of yeah, that story, that I'm afraid, Claire. So because because your audio skipped out, but um, uh, maybe the less said about the detail of your mosquito bites, <laughs> the better for our listeners overall. I mean, they, you know, they they have a mental image of you, and we wouldn't want to spoil that. So mm. uh, anyway, over to Graham. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, thank you, Aid. Yeah, uh, it's very warm again in the UK. Um, we're all it is. All getting nice and cooked again, and everyone's delighting and telling me that it's going to get hotter as the week goes on. But I've got a week off coming up, so I don't care. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, I can't claim to have been doing anything as exciting as going to Arles or um, going to any exhibitions. But you know, maybe I'll do that next week. Maybe I'll go to Arles next week. <laughs> And go to I, I, I hear it's quite nice as long as you've got lots of fly spray yeah i yeah. do have lots of fly spray because you know occupational hazard um it's horse flies that always get me they're just savages so cover yourself in citronella see now i've got a head for that song from dumbo you know the one that goes i've seen a house fly i've seen a, i've seen a i've seen a horse fly <laughs> i've seen a fruit fly but i never seen no elephant fly your, your viewing habits are even weirder than claire's aid itself <laughs> that's quite an achievement yeah um, that's true <laughs> So we are hopeful to have for Rach joining us later. She's a bit busy at the moment, but she may well join us halfway through the conversation, which would be awesome. So uh, we'll, uh, listen out, listeners, for a fourth voice joining us. Uh, but that, that's it. Other than that, um, there's no guest this week. We're actually going to have a chat about photography stuff. So, I mean, Claire, you've been telling us a little bit about what you've been shooting uh, in the last week or so. Mm-hmm. Well, Graham, what have you been What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Uh, I was most mostly sweaty. I have to be honest. I I went into my dark shed uh, earlier this week, and I looked on my fridge where my um, developing processor, my print processor, is next to my fridge. So I write on the fridge when I put in new chemicals, so I can keep track of it. And I went, "Oh my goodness!" The last time I topped this up was in February. I don't think I've actually used made any prints since April. Oh. And I haven't been in the shed Whoa. just because it's been too hot. It's been too darn yeah. hot. Um, so I am genuinely really looking forward to next week having some time and some energy and some space to get in there because I've got some rolls of film uh, that I've got ready to be developed. And um, mm. I've been out with my Olympus trip, went out, went for a walk last weekend and took some more pictures with that. I also went out with my um, Zeiss super iconta which i'm sure i've showed both of you before it's a really lovely compact folding medium format camera Uh, Mm. it shoots 6x4.5 and it's a lovely camera and it's capable of making really nice pictures but it's one of those cameras that uh 
when you haven't used it for a while, there's a number of ways to just make mistakes and end up with blank frames. And I just kept doing that. Like, oh, hang on, oh, I do no. this. Do this no. Oh, no. Because it's got. It's, you have to do the shutter cocking and winding on everything in the right sequence. Otherwise, the moment, the moment you press the shutter button, even if you haven't cocked the shutter, by pressing the shutter button, it trips the um, double exposure prevention thing. So you have to wind it on, even though it hasn't taken the picture. And I did this more than once, um, which was a real, it's just a real reminder that you have to use these things enough to get familiar with them again. So that was a little frustrating. But on the bright side, it really finished up the roll of film quicker when you're not <laughs> getting mm. stuff on half the frames. Um, I've got to say, I, I really want to do medium for I, I can have said this before medium and large format and when mm. i was out and i was watching i really want to do you know eight by ten polaroids beautiful polaroids but it's the processes isn't it they're quite i think they're either hard to come by and aren't they quite expensive the, the process is it a couple of thousand for one yeah i mean the thing is given that you've not done any large format before it's kind of like going i can't drive i want to buy a car i'm going to buy a ferrari because you're just <laughs> kind of going in the most expensive most um yeah. extreme way possible but Beautiful. talking of film though um i don't know what the situation is before i went up before i went away i was like difficulty getting hold of some film stocks you know no i know we've had these conversations and i was having a conversation with someone out in all actually and they made a prediction that they thought that film would um cease in 10 to 20 years and i was like do you think that's likely or do you think this is just I mean, wild to be fair i i would be i put a 50 50 bet on all civilization ending in the next 10 to 20 years so i guess film goes along with that <laughs> so oh. It was making me think, oh, you know, we should start stockpiling, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing we need to worry about. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. There's, there's enough investment coming back into it now, even if um, even if some things go by the wayside. I don't think it's going anywhere. Ilford's going to be here long after everything else is gone. It'll be the place to go to when when you know when we're all thinking making our zombie apocalypse plans. Let's all go to Ilford, and whilst they might not have much in the way of food or weapons, at least we'll be able to document everything that's going on really, really well. <laughs> well, there's a happy picture of of, of the world. You've got to have yeah. a plan, aid. <laughs> well, it, it, and as far as plans go, that's definitely a good one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it shows it shows your passion for for photography it shows uh where your priorities lie um uh so yeah definitely uh, also i mean they'll have all the gelatin from making silver gelatin which i guess is a food stuff right <laughs> can you can man live off gelatin alone well bakers tend to it gets used on the bake-off a lot doesn't yeah. it gelatin yeah. you know i mean if as long as you don't mind it perpetually being cake week i suspect you'll be fine <laughs> mm. oh can i just on the subject of the bake-off and related things and this is in my head tangentially photography related one of my favorite programs i'm gonna do a full-on claire here one of my favorite programs i've been watching lately and i've been telling everybody that they should watch this is a baking show it's an american baking show on netflix called nailed it it's fantastic mm. it is the one of the most delightful things ever it's so funny and <laughs> um, the basic premise is is that people who are not very good at baking <laughs> get presented with a challenge that they have to com complete again here's what you're trying to make go and make this and then it turns out to be an utter disaster and i just think oh man can you imagine trying to do that <laughs> with photography just going okay here's a shot you have to recreate <laughs> go do it and just seeing what people come back with you know what especially in terms of modeling and stuff like that could end up some really great disasters in all fronts so um yeah anything for what you can do the nailed it of photography i think that'd be good so is this like so this is a show that is celebrating baking failure yes yeah it's great it's fantastic in a in a very lovely, friendly, joyous way. People aren't there to be laughed at; they're there to laugh with. But but, but baking is one of the last bastions of just niceness and yeah. and jollity, isn't it? Why would you seek to destroy that? Oh no, this is still nice and jolly. Like I said, everybody who's on it is in and knows that they're not very good at baking. And like I said, when and when you see the the classic line of "Let's see what you were trying to make. Let's see what you actually made." There are a few things that will make me laugh more than some of the absolute monstrosities that have come up. So it's good. It's like the Great British Bake Off, only good is how I would describe it. 
Mm. Everyone needs to watch that. And then we need to find a way to do that with photography. <laughs> we need to get some fantastic Vogue covers and go, okay, this is how this is what you're trying to make, and this is what you did in the allotted 30 minutes with one torch and a um, sheet. I think it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have nothing to follow that. I, I have no idea what conversational gambit like you know follows being joyful <laughs> at the demise of the art of baking i just don't. and photography i'm trying to broaden it uh, yes yes okay yes <laughs> spreading the demise mm-hmm. <laughs> okay all right so um okay so so as by way of an update then you went into your shed it was mm-hmm. too hot and you came back out again yeah yeah nailed it <laughs> nailed it totally nailed it <laughs> But I definitely, I definitely felt guilty. I definitely looked around and went, boy, I really should be in here doing stuff. And the next time I come to do some printing, which will hopefully be next week, because there's an upcoming event coming, which we will talk about later. Um, but I want to get in and try and do some printing next week. So I'm really hoping it does cool off a bit because sheds get really hot when the sun's out. Yes. Maybe you should put your shed indoors. Or a fan? I'll certainly fan? take that idea under advisement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm gonna need to put in all new, fresh chemicals and do all that stuff. So yeah. not a great hardship, but something to do next week. Keep me out of mischief whilst my boys are busy ignoring me. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Right. Well, um, so by way of update for me, I actually have something to talk about this week, and it's something that is going to be the theme of our conversation this evening, which is I have started a photo journal. A round of applause for Raid, everyone. <laughs> Just... <laughs> this is a podcast. When when one of us stops speaking, somebody else is supposed to start. Sorry. That's how sorry. conversations sorry. work. Sorry, don't I'll let it say say your line again, Aiden. I'll come up with something that's totally appropriate. <laughs> I started a podcast journal. No, not a podcast journal. I started a photography journal. <gasps> the devil you say. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I did. I have. Why have you started a photography journal aid? Why? For the love of God, why in this economy? You showed us, aid for listeners, you showed us, you held up the journal and it does look quite intriguing. You you look like you've got you've got writing, you've got prints in there. It kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, so so I'm not quite sure what it has to do with the economy. Um, <laughs> Uh, but so I, I am perplexed by Graham's question. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm experimenting. Right. So, uh, I can't remember exactly where I got the idea from, um, a, a whole bundle of things perhaps. Uh, but I thought, well, you know what people seem to, there's, there's a bit of a, a trend going on, isn't there for like writing things down and journaling and stuff like that. Or maybe it's not a trend. Maybe it's always been there and I've only recently become yeah. aware of it from something or other i don't know people like to write stuff down don't they um yeah apparently um which is something that i've never really you know i don't really process my innermost thoughts through writing things down if they're they're my innermost thoughts they probably don't bear writing down so it's always been a bit of a, a blocker for me for journaling because um anything i would like to say and like to process probably shouldn't be said out loud anyway but they <laughs> but the the idea of of experimenting with photography suddenly came upon me and i I, and i thought you know what why don't i start keeping a little notebook Mm. of photographic ideas and that might then that might then stop me from doing all my photograph photograph work on computers um because i spent way too much time on computers anyway um it might give me some inspiration for whatever follows the smithereen scene whether it's another zine or a different type of printed project yeah a real world touch it with your hands kind of project yeah. so i thought i would think i i thought i would think i thought i'd try an experiment i thought i would try starting a journal the devil you say <laughs> oh, i need to come with another line i didn't <laughs> think this conversation was going to be this much hard work honestly <laughs> uh, me, here i am burying my soul talking about my passion and it... you've got nothing for me nothing <laughs> sorry i i just enjoying the just enjoying the look on your face when you sit there waiting it's like oh, how long can we keep going before he breaks um okay i am i am genuinely intrigued by this because clearly the devil you say <laughs> no um because 
finding inspiration in what you're doing and and holding on to that because like, ideas come and go and not nailing them down is a problem so give us give me and indeed claire i guess she's still here yeah. um give us an idea what, what kind of stuff are you putting in your journal oh can you what can you read us some excerpts of your journal um but they're just notes actually so oh. um i can but um they, dear, so, diary. So, dear, dear diary dear <laughs> diary dear diary i took a photo it was rubbish but i printed it out and stuck it in you anyway um so uh no, so, so first of all that the the idea of it is is to just capture ideas so as you say ideas come and go mostly they seem to go quicker than they arrive and so it's quite important that you keep it so quite quite important that you try and keep hold of them so i have just started this only a few days ago i've only done about five six pages in it so far but just some photos that I've been taking in and around the place, just a few notes, uh, notes on sometimes on why I took the photo, sometimes on a bit of a technical, actually, uh, element of it, just so I can remember how I did it. Mm. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, with an idea for how it might fit into a future project. So uh, if I look at, um, if I look, I can show you this page here, you can see perhaps this page here is called Forest Light. Yeah. And there's inter pasted into there is is three little snapshots uh, of that I took when I was on a family holiday at Centre Parks in the forest a few weeks ago, uh, and I was amazed by the light. The light was awesome. I don't know quite what it was because it was overcast pretty much all the uh, all the best photos I took or the photos I liked most. It was overcast, but even though that overcast light was there, it was sort of still a little bit dappled through the trees, mm -hmm. and so there were places where it was brighter and places where it was darker, and I really got fascinated by that. And my favourite photograph I took that week is of a bowl of cereal. I I will hold this up to the camera and I hope that you can see it. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. I, see. I don't know if the camera will focus on can it. Can you just but... lower the book so I can see the two tree ones? See, they look very they look very Nordic. Those pictures. It is mostly a pine forest. Yeah, they look very kind of Nordic, but yeah, no, very nice. So, so the 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 thing that I probably would have lost track of, right, is that I went on holiday and my favourite photograph was of a bowl of cereal. Mm. It it doesn't hurt that I was the first one up that morning and I had to sit and have my breakfast on my own before everybody else got up, so I had a nice bit of peace and quiet in the forest, and and that was good. But it was just just stuff like that that's one one example and um, that and uh, then what i have uh so on saturday i was at a skate park so that page on the left there that i'm yeah. showing now is some really black and white images yeah really high contrast black and white images mm -hmm. of a skate park so what you've got essentially is a set of geometric curves from the ramps and the skate park that are picked out in in almost total black and various different shades that are almost white and i really like that the the graphic nature of it and things like that and you know the note that i put along let's see what did i put here i wrote the light from a skate park makes some amazing geometric shapes and shadows so it's not exactly the most romantic prose ever mm. in the world um and uh i had an idea so an idea is there a collection of photos or a body of work or something where an empty skate park might be done in this graphical style black and white whereas you know when the ones that actually have skaters in or cyclists or whatever people are doing at the skate park maybe those would be in bright color to, to signify the people mm. and stuff like that so that, that was the idea that i wrote about that mm. i have no idea at the moment where this is going i don't feel the need to to decide that or constrain yeah. it anyway it's just a way to capture some thoughts and maybe uh maybe in a way that i don't do with you know hundreds and whatever of you know uh photos in a computer library yeah. i don't get i don't tend to go back through them maybe with something like this where the number of photos is much smaller and they're attached to the real world because it's a physical thing i can flip through maybe i'll go back to maybe i'll develop some of those ideas and maybe they'll become the next project do Go ahead, Claire. Sorry, I was going to say, I think it's really important to write things down because I do think that you can have quite good ideas and then you can forget them. And then it's a killer when you realise, I can't remember that good idea so to write them down. And I re really recommend, and what you're doing as well, one of my favourite books is, have you, um, it's a David Lynch book. Have you have you read, um, have you ever read it? You might have read it or you've heard of it. It's called The you'd Big Fish. You'd have to Captain, tell us what it is first. Okay, Catching the Big Fish. Catching the Big Fish, sorry. And it's I... a really 
don't know that one. Okay, it's a really good book and I can really relate to it. It's and he's he talks about how basically his creative process and it's very similar to what you're saying. He he writes everything down and he talks about how ideas come to him and he reckons it's a bit like you casting a big net and you're catching the fish and eventually okay. you get a little bit of a fish and a little bit of a fish, a bit of an idea, and then you write it all down until eventually like the big fish comes the idea and you kind of run with it. It's a good book and it's very accessible and it's about <laughs> Graham's nodding. When, when you get a big fish and a little fish, do you then put them in a cardboard box? <laughs> no. But um, but he and um, there's a video somewhere I've seen an interview with him where he literally says for him, um, forgetting a good you know he literally he feels almost suicidal if he was to forget a good idea which is why he writes everything down. Um, so it's I think a little that, dramatic. One yeah, might dramatic, but but there is it is it's kind of a discipline. I mean, I write everything. I, if I get an idea, I'll write. A fragment down and I know that if I didn't write things down I'd forget and then it's good to go back like you say look flick through that and you'll think oh yeah and, yeah and, so and I have lots of ideas one. I have yeah. lots of ideas and I am usually okay at capturing them initially but one of the things I'm really bad at is developing them and yeah. and I would say that that applies to many aspects of my life where I'm less good at historically is writing down photographic ideas it's mm. not something that i feel that i personally put enough effort into and so i'm hoping that the the idea of having a photo journal will give me some sort of pseudo discipline that i will regularly try and capture some stuff and 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 then think it through and then I, and i'm looking forward to it yeah we're going away at the weekend and i'm going to take some photos and i'm going to write in my book and uh, and print out some little photos that i can stick in the book and maybe that'll become a project of some sort and i think it absolutely will become like it because it is a discipline writing it down thinking it through and, and i i think you just reach a point when you intuitively know actually this is the idea that i'm going to run with it's sort of i think you intuitively know that your ideas become formed enough for you to kind of run with it but i think what you're doing is a kind of discipline in that kind of development phase if you like if that makes sense it does make sense yeah yeah um so we're i'm looking forward to seeing what happens yeah yeah really good and i like the fact on another level i think they're nice things to look at as time goes on and if you were to keep this if you were to keep this up paid you know in say five years time and you looked back you'd have all these journals and mm. You connect with them it connects you back to a point and you restart you know your memory will say oh i remember this is what was going on then and and it could be as well that you look back over one of your journals from two years ago and think do you know what i'm going to go with that idea now yeah i nice can see that so what i've done is documents. i don't know if you can see this quite so easily on the camera but i've actually treated myself to a, a, a notebook that has replaceable inserts so it's kind of got it's got like a, a leather a leather yeah. binding um but inside the the books inside it are refills so i can fill it i can refill i can fill out my journal and when i get to the end of that book i just slot another one in there um okay. and uh and so i can always and and there's room for more than one as well so i can keep you know the the one mm -hmm. i'm working on plus the last one i did or something like that or i can you know i could have if i had a special one because i was developing a longer term project i could have a part of a, a part of it that's related to a longer term project and part of it that's related to just the day-to-day -day stuff i that's that's a bit of a treat to myself i thought if i'm going to do this i'd like to actually enjoy the materials that mm. i'm working with so uh, it wasn't desperately expensive or anything like that but i thought just something that's a little bit nice to actually hold in your hand um that it would be would be quite good as well mm. what was it that prompted you to start doing this because he said it's nothing you've done before it's not you normally don't catch it what was it that triggered you to actually buy your, your fancy book and um, start writing stuff in it <laughs> Uh, that's a really good question. I I think some of it comes from my professional life, my my day to day, my day job life, because I do read a lot around how to be more effective 
at stuff you know so so for readers for readers for listeners that don't know um i work by day as a consultant uh in a large software company so i spend a lot of time with clients helping them work through business problems that can be solved in some way by software and by night uh, you're a vigilante crime fighter uh yes <laughs> that's exactly what i am mm -hmm. um and and occasionally i take time out to make podcasts which is also a bit of fun mm. so uh but but um in my ceaseless quest to do ever less work in my professional life i like to be as efficient and as effective as possible because it's too easy to wish you know, to fritter your life away working and never have time for fun stuff and family stuff and things like that yeah. so i'm always trying to figure out how can i do less right so so all these productivity gurus on the internet that's all bollocks right the the trick is how do you do less right <laughs> right you still have to be effective don't get me wrong i'm still professional and i want to be professionally effective but i don't want to do it by burning myself out i want to do it in a way that allows me to get some balance right so I do try and learn new tricks. I may be an old dog, but I do try and learn new tricks about these things. And I think some of it comes from there and watching the way my colleagues work, some of the reading I do about some of this stuff about being productive. And I think as all of these things, it's about what you take away from those things because you don't want to be like everybody else. You don't want to watch 20 YouTube videos on productivity and then go and do everything that all of those YouTube people say because you'll tie yourself in knots. What you've got to do is you've got to think it through. And I thought it through. I thought, Peter, there's a lot of people that say yeah journaling is great journaling is great it's like, i don't want to write down my innermost thoughts i really don't that's not I, I yeah far worse than writing it down would be somebody finding it and knowing exactly what i think you know the the world isn't yeah we weren't evolved to to actually know what each other thinks <laughs> so uh i thought well what can i do to as an experiment about this writing things down thing uh, just journaling thing that might end up being really interesting as well and that's when the photography thing came along so i was mm. sort of joining dots you see and mm. and figuring out what might be a useful experiment and there's good hello rach how are you <laughs> talking about useful experiments here's Sorry. rachel <laughs> looking befuddled as she tries to figure out how to make the audio work i'm Sorry. trying to be more productive though as well and i think that for me Spending less and less time on just like wasting time on the internet and on your phone is for me the way to go. That is another it's thing. Absolutely. Um, I really don't want to be just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling on my phone and have that be the way that my life gets frittered away. Um, I, uh, I, I, most people listening probably know that I, I haven't done Facebook in years. I haven't done Instagram in years at this mm. point either. Um, uh, I do a little bit of Twitter, um, mm. but that's it really for social media. I don't do social media. It's not something I enjoy. Um, uh, but you, can, a... you can lose time. They're just like surfing the internet, can't you? And scrolling from one thing to the other. And I find that sometimes just either, you know, putting your phone to one side and set telling yourself, I'm not going to look at it for so many hours or whatever is much more pretty you know you yeah know. i do i mean I, on sunday i had uh, yeah. a few days ago on sunday i had a rare very quiet day um i actually spent most of the day sitting in the garden reading and that that's literally what i did i got a new <laughs> i i just finished a book and this is like sci-fi novel type territory this is not self-improvement or anything like that but i just finished a book so i got up in the morning and just before i had my breakfast i bought a new book and put it on my kindle right a new sci-fi novel and i sat down and i had my breakfast and i just sat there for the rest of the day basically and read my book and i was so it was so relaxing and i really enjoyed it and i and i didn't even know where my phone was and at some point some of my family said to me oh your 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 mum's texting you she wants to know about x y and z I'm like that's nice i'll get back to her later mm. so no it's today no it's not today no it's <laughs> really isn't unless unless something's on fire right or somebody needs to take you to the hospital it's not a today thing mm. and ah well very pleasing to say we've now been joined by rachel rachel how you doing hello yes lovely to be here um as graham just said just before we hit record again 
<laughs> you can greet the world or whatever you want to do. So I was like, oh, well, that's that's a big ask, isn't it? Should I greet the world? <laughs> Should I sing you a song? No, I'm joking. Um, I'm definitely not going to be doing that. It's OK. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's lovely, lovely to be here. Sorry, I've had to sort of like jump in halfway through. Um, I was just on a call with um, another photographer, another analog uh, wedding photographer, uh, a chap called Gareth, who's going to be doing some second shooting for me um, at a wedding this weekend. So, yeah, that was the only time we could sort of like pin down to actually mm. um, chat to each other. So I uh, had a little conversation with him. So that's really nice. And I'm very much looking forward to that. So I'll be um, heading up to the, the lakes this weekend to shoot a wedding there. It's been a busy week here. I don't know if you've all gone over i don't know really where i'm jumping into the conversation here so sorry if i'm yeah, going kind of part way through but that's all right that's cool um, we're relaxed about these sorts of things ah thanks Aid. um yeah i uh it's been a busy busy few weeks and uh this week i've been in stoke so um monday uh and wednesday that's tomorrow isn't it yes i'm going back tomorrow um doing two days in stoke this week uh delivering workshops with children at the libraries that at four of the different libraries within the stoke borough um and uh the yeah uh getting to deliver those as part of the summer reading challenge and this year's theme is gadgeteers so i think that's really awesome because they've um brought in um, lots of different kinds of um, workshops and things like building robots and talking about coding and things. And then obviously one aspect of it um, that they wanted to uh, cover was uh, was photography. So um, they asked me to come and deliver some workshops. So I'm looking forward to going back tomorrow to do some more of those. Monday was um, was chaotic, but loads of fun. So uh, as as it always is when, when you're in a, a room with lots of small people. <laughs> So yeah, that was really lovely. Um, and I, I feel like there's been a million other things that have been going on and I can't quite think off the top of my head what these other things were right now. Um, oh, yes, I did a, um, a process and print workshop, uh, a full day workshop with um, a lovely person called Susie at the weekend. Uh, I met them on a on the Ilford She Hearts film cross uh, photo walk in Liverpool a few months ago. And uh, yeah, they came to do a, uh, a full day workshop with me. So that was really lovely. We got back in the dark room, um, got to process a roll of film and uh, get printing from that. Um, and yeah, just had a really lovely day talking about all things sort of photographic and musical and all sorts of stuff. So um, I think they went away with feeling more confident in what they're doing, which is good. Always uh, was was the main aim really from the day. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what else they uh, they come up with uh, from that. And uh, yeah, I've also got exciting plans afoot, which we shall talk about at some point soon. Not today, um, but there is a little link to today, and we had a, a chat on WhatsApp earlier, mm -hmm. didn't we, guys, um, about about how that might link with uh, things that we've you guys have been discussing whilst i wasn't here yeah very awesome, quick awesome. you've been nearly as busy as i have rach with photographic you? stuff you've been super, super busy graham oh yeah i went into my shed and then i came out again so there's been a lot going on for me too <laughs> so, so i i feel bad actually because when i said that about Good. your your photographic update earlier on i missed out the other important bit which was you went out and shoot some blank rolls so that you didn't have to develop them in your hot shed <laughs> exactly these are it's, it's all part of the process of me remembering that I'm a complete idiot and are <laughs> uh, just just a classic case of picking up a camera that requires more thought than I was giving it at the time. Oh, is it what what was it? Was it um, Bronica? I was going to say Bronica. Do you have any Bronica still? I do. I do have my Bronica still, uh, which every now and again I look under the bed and it stares at me, <laughs> gives me that evil eye of like, why are you not using me? And I have to go listen, Bronica. It's like this. I'm not getting much chance to use anything at the moment. In fact, at the moment, my default camera has become the little olympus pen e3 because it's just so small and so cute and um mm. so i'm actually looking forward to finishing that uh <laughs> once i've got through all however many i don't think i think it was like a 25 exposure roll film that i put into the pen e3 so i've only got 50 shots to get through which might <laughs> take me quite some time it's going to be five years for you, Graham. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> but I am continuing to love that camera. There's just something about a camera that just, it just, it, you know, there's one button to push. And if you haven't picked the right conditions for shooting, it just puts a red flag up and goes, no, 
No, you can't. <laughs> no photo taking no, for you today, I'm naughty boy. Um, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas the the uh, Zeiss Iconta was like, yeah, yeah, you can press that button. Oh, oh, you've ruined that picture. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was quite happy to let me do that. No red flag from that. So. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Sorry, Ben. Cool. No, I was going to say there should be more red flags on cameras for me, personally. <laughs> I mean, just in life, I think that seems like a, a good, you know, a good thing to be able to go, oh, no, yes, great. Okay, it's just a nice um, nice way of uh, helping guide us, right, when we're, when we're not fully switched on, you know, but we can still make some photographs. Um, I was just laughing about the fact that um, when, when Jeff was here and, I tried the X pan. Like I literally shot one frame on that. I think you did a few, you maybe took a few more frames, uh, Claire, but mm. um, I was too scared. Um, but he said, you know, just focus it like an old rangefinder. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I wasn't used to everything being on auto. Like this camera has like an auto function. You just whack it on auto. I was like, what? Because all of, all of, I think, yeah, I think all of my film cameras are like manual. Um, as in you know manual focus but manual most settings really I don't think I've got any that have got like just auto so I was expecting to have to do lots of different things that I didn't actually know because I haven't used that camera before um, and it was kind of like point and shoot if it's set to auto it's uh, apart from the focus so that was cool really good did you and see the results did you see have you seen Jeff's results yeah um yeah we processed a roll yeah oh cool yeah so wide aren't yeah. I mean I thought they looked yeah, no, but I wasn't expecting. I think the, I think it's a lovely camera, lovely yeah. camera, really nice. But yeah, I was just thinking, I should probably get something that is an auto camera. My my um Mewtwo that mm -hmm. you gave me, Graham. That's obviously that that's one's a point also, two, yeah. so auto. Um, but yeah, I, and in terms of SLRs and things like that, I I don't have anything. I don't think that's auto focus or auto it's, things. It's quite <laughs> nice. I've got my I've got a Canon um thirty. E, I think it is, which is one of the sort of last of the um, film canons, and it's nice sometimes to be able to go out. And I've got mm. I've got the fifty millimeter lens for that, just the fifty mm. millimeter one point eight, which I had from when I had my digital camera, um, which works on that. And, and it is nice sometimes to go out with a chunky camera with a, mm. a very good quality lens. For all, it's a very cheap plastic lens. It's a very good quality lens and a very fast lens, but that you can just shoot fully automatically if you want to or mm. or just take advantage of the autofocus and um mm. yeah i think there's a lot to be said for that there's a, a it's a camera that i tend to go towards if i'm say shooting slide film and i want to get it right because i it will mm. um i do think i mean we've talked a lot and there's been a lot of general conversation about the price of film and availability mm -hmm. film and all these things can you imagine how much money and time and effort we would all say if we just had maybe it would be something that would need to be like in the hot shoe that's somehow coupled to our camera but whenever you half pressed the shutter but the settings were all wrong it would just go nope just yeah. no, oh, there are okay. cameras that do that though aren't they isn't um isn't is it the olympus trip i don't know i haven't used these but there, there are some f cameras that are famous for putting little flags in the window yeah that's what i'm saying my, my olympus pen does that but that's yeah. what uh, you, oh, we, we need yeah we, we need and the trip might well do it as well but that's what we need we need more uh, anyway more being more, yelled there's at. There's more cameras than that. Must be more cameras than that. Though. Yeah, what I yeah. thought you were going to say was like uh, that we ha get a camera always sticks something on the hot shoe that when you half press it basically goes. This is how much it's going to cost you this frame. Oh gosh, yeah, that that's also a good idea. <laughs> or or just have yeah. So so every time you press the shutter, it goes ching ching. Yeah. It's like, oh no. <laughs> like old school cash register yes. and you're thinking ah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, you know. It's the opposite of kind of some parts of what we want, isn't it? Obviously, um, nobody wants to be spending more than we need to on these things. But in terms of still making it accessible to people, because there is so much to be said for not having to worry too much so that you're able to shoot enough to mm. get to the point where you feel confident in, well, this is my style. You know, you're experimenting, you're figuring things out, you know. You, not every shot's going to be golden and and prices do you know it is it does have a big impact it does put put up those barriers you know um for for people getting started in in film um you know <laughs> or people like me mm -hmm. <laughs> you know when you go oh gosh you know looking in the fridge thinking hmm yeah. what can I possibly you know Claire you were asking me before about 
you know what uh, is it economically viable to to do this side of things and you know you start to get to the point where you're thinking oh is it I'm not, mm-hmm. you know yeah it's it's another consideration isn't it definitely anyway i didn't mean to bring everything down but it's all outraged wow yeah, everybody out there but yeah maybe some sort of little oh it might be this uh this cost or something like you say the red flags Ooh. just replace the um the film counter just with like a pound or dollar amount <laughs> it counts up one dollar like $2. a smart meet a smart meter yeah. for, yeah. for, like for film photography yeah oh, oh. yeah <laughs> so where hobby. do we get from there <laughs> yeah hobbies are all expensive that's just the point of hobbies is the hobbies are there to throw your money into <laughs> you never have to have any more we were talking um rach before you um so rudely interrupted us aid was talking about his photo journals yeah oh, no. <laughs> wait for the big pause there <laughs> Sorry. So you should have had rach here when you say it, there's no big pause when you say it. we're not going to leave you hanging mate it's all right don't worry uh, it was great you should have been here earlier rach it was very funny for me what? um it was very funny for great <laughs> well I have no context to what is going on here, so it's a low bar to hear. Um, okay. I wanted because we're talking about photo journals, and Aid's been doing his photo journals, and um, and I think it's a really cool idea uh, because partly because it ties into something that we've talked about before. Um, you, you had a conversation, gosh, two years ago. I can't remember. It was a long time ago about planning and about the fact that you, Rach and Claire, in particular are very mm. strong on planning and the way you approach things and how much that improves the output. And we even did that photo challenge where we all mm. plan something and even I plan something. And it's like, wow, the, the difference in the results that you get when you plan things is huge. Um, and it's really not changed my approach to things in any way, shape or form. I still do things <laughs> just the same way I have. But this is where I see the photo journal is really tying into that or potentially because, like I said, next week I've got a week off. Now, if I had a journal full of ideas and stuff like that, then I've got something I can pick up now and refer to and go, okay, well, what can I do with this time that I theoretically have next week? Well, how can I make the most of this? Otherwise, I know what's actually going to happen next week is that I'll scratch around at stuff and I'll I'll have to start from the position of developing ideas for things I want to do and figuring things out. And then by the time I've been through that, I've already lost half the week. So... um, yeah, I think for people who are time poor, um, yeah. it's something, I mean, because you're a very busy person, but this it seems to me like this is something that you started doing, I guess, of an evening rather than doing other things like just staring at pictures on Lightroom or whatever. You found it's a more enjoyable way to do it, so... I, I have so so let me let me show you what I wrote in on the very very first page like the inside cover you probably can't see that um <laughs> it says just start right it says just start not precious right and I think that that was something I wanted to bring into this because you're right I don't you know I, I'm perpetually complaining about not having much time aren't I right which is which is true and I probably should have done something about it by now but I haven't um so the the thing I wanted to do was to 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 not get stuck anywhere right and and i'd like i thought i'd like to do this as an experiment so the way i try and do that for myself and make it manageable is to break it down so i'm not calling it a commitment i'm calling it an experiment it might work it might not and that's okay right because it's about my personal creativity and my hobby uh another thing i'm doing is that i'm just saying like nothing has to be perfect it can be literally just a, a scribble it doesn't have to be every day although i'd like it to be as many days as possible uh because that's part of the thing is to encourage me to take more photos print more photos think more about photography and it, and it doesn't have to take more than five minutes so the i did a, a page of it uh today before we started here and, and it literally took me apart from the actual printing which you you, you press print and walk away right and um, uh, apart from the actual printing this page here on the right hand side of there that's two pictures that i took today uh, both of which I managed to do without leaving my house. 
uh, and both of which um, you know get, were, were, had some thought behind them. So the, the top one, the print hasn't come out very well, but I was I was playing around with some high key type stuff in the garden. And the second one was just uh, having to be uh, my daughter's birthday recently, and there's some inflatable balloons that spell "Happy Birthday" hanging up. And so I and I thought, oh, the light reflecting off that that, that round shape mm-hmm. of the balloon is interesting. So I'm just going to take a photo of that. Uh, so it's a sort of abstract, you know, to, you know, light driven photo. And that was it. it was, I took the, those two photos. I took another three or four photos today. I chose those two to be the ones that I printed out, uh, and write a few notes in my journal about what i saw and what was going through my mind when i took the shot That's brilliant. and it doesn't need to be any more than that and it took five yeah. minutes to stick them in and write the notes possibly even less yeah. um uh and it just so it didn't I, i'm not creating a, a massively time consuming thing i'm not burdening myself with a commitment i can't possibly keep up with uh it's just just to get started and just to play and see where i get to who knows i might do nothing with any of it ever but I might run out of money to pay the gas bill and burn it all to keep warm in the winter. Who knows? But, but you've but but that's such a that's that's almost like a three hundred and sixty degree degree turn from where you were not that long ago, where you were even getting fed up of photography and feeling like you were struggling. Yeah, yeah. Bit, so so like, uh, with certain types of photography, where you and now so you're, you're right. back printing and um you gave all your film cameras away and now you're back with <laughs> yeah well the thing about the film camera thing is that that was three years ago now right mm. so my my very low year was actually 2018 and i would have forgotten that by now but i always remember it from the point of view that it happened after i came back from my amazing trip to bhutan and my trip to bhutan was in late 2017 right, right? so so i it 2018 was my really low year where everything got on top of me and i i just lost the mojo for it 2019 yeah. was the year i decided to do something about it and sold many of the film cameras you know um economically not the best thing because although i probably doubled my money on most of them even selling them at below the market rate i could have made five times the money if i'd kept them till 2022 because film well, cameras have gone through the roof since... that's the other thing isn't it you if i had to buy them, them back, them back. <laughs> if, if i had to buy them back they would probably cost me twice what i sold yeah. them for but that's yeah. okay yeah which is fine yeah i'm hopeful that actually wherever they've all gone uh that they they they're being enjoyed by people and being used by people yeah, yeah i'm not I don't look back and regret stuff. I might choose to fix it yeah. in the future by by doing something else. But th- so so, I th- you, it's a good it's a good question you raise. I just try and try and answer it. Um, I think I, I'm in a stage this year. So so the thing that's driving me forward this year is that it was the challenge I received at the beginning of the year from Jeremiah to to get my photos out there and to print more and to and to to publish more. So I did the zine. Uh, there's still copies left if anybody wants a copy mm-hmm. of my zine uh, please just get in touch and uh, i will be very happy uh, to uh, get a zine to you as quickly as i can how um, are people best to get in touch with you aid oh on the internet i suppose <laughs> in which way like what twitter uh, twitter yeah Tw- twitter is always a good one because i what actually look at twitter to other ones are, other ones i don't look at twitter i'm aid 968 on twitter um so you can get hold of me there you can email sunny 16 podcast at gmail.com of course that's always the one that works as well uh so uh yeah um uh, and in our discord so there's the sunny 16 discord which is a great place full of lively uh conversation about lots of different things so that's always uh, you can always get me on discord as well where i think i made a 968 in there as well um uh so anyway um uh yeah so it's so part of this is trying to play with new things this year and 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 actually make that effort i'm sort of pushing myself to make the effort to try new things and i'm enjoying it and i think part of the way i do that is by not making a commitment if i'm just trying things and i'm not committing too hard then i've not got a burden of commitment and doesn't weigh on me and stuff like that it's it's i'm I'm pretty feeble-minded really psychologically um i think so um i i don't like to commit to stuff too much um uh says he having done i mean many podcasts over many years but necessarily fair on yourself to say that age it's like it's 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 a different thing isn't it that you don't want it to become work right so there's nothing wrong with that you if you 
if you want it to stay fresh and interesting then sometimes not putting that pressure on yourself for everything to be perfect is is fine and hopefully that's where you're going with this right yeah that's a fair point yeah i I mean i say this all tongue-in-cheek of course um, especially the self-deprecating stuff because i know i'm great but the 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 thing about it is is just enough push and just enough oomph to get something shipped right right <laughs> if it runs ship it uh, as they say um uh, but it it's uh but not so much that it because uh, yeah as 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 other people say don't let perfection become the enemy of good right um and so it's a question of just get finding that that sweet spot where it's enough effort to have something that I'm pleased that I've made. And I'll give you an example, right? Is um, when I did the zine earlier in the year, uh, one of the things that I don't have any experience with and and uh, as I dabbled, found that I had little natural talent for uh, is things like typography and graphic design and layouts and stuff like that. Uh, it turns out um, that I don't really have much of an eye for that sort of thing. I can recognize it. And of course, there are so many people that are so good at this sort of thing. I can recognize it. And to a little extent, I can recognize good from bad. I can certainly tell you which bits I like and which bits I don't. But I I, I found very quickly that I was unable to do it. Um, and so I had a problem because I wanted to create a zine right and and that's a layout thing isn't it and it requires some graphical thought and stuff like that so i had a problem of how it was i was going to get around it. the way i chose to get around it um my workaround for that was to make everything full bleed so everything in my scene was image right so the the backgrounds the textures i i wrote a few words which of course i overlaid on those images and so at that point i'm looking for textured images that allow you to let's say you want to write in black well you need i, I then needed a, t- a texture that was mostly a, a light color right yeah. so that you can actually see the letters yeah so so the, there's those kinds of decisions going into it but i i i creatively fought my way out of that corner by making everything the image based rather than having to go through the pain of really badly doing typography and layouts and stuff like that so so that for me was an example of where like it was good to push myself yes i'd love to be able to do real proper typography and setting and stuff like that but it's not i'm not there yet so (laughs) What's really nice about that, though, Aid, that maybe you haven't necessarily considered, I suppose, is that <laughs> where does zine come from, right? Zines come from that um, getting over the the problems, getting over yes. the kind of like um, the costs and the other things of putting together a full magazine, a full glossy magazine. It's about very much grassroots, sort of like just getting ideas out there getting imagery out there getting words out there use something that can be photocopied hundreds of times is kind of like where the zine kind of comes from right and it's people writing things on scraps of paper photocopying them as many times as needed and and really you've kind of inadvertently maybe gone back to to that by by lack by uh, having those constraints I suppose Uh yes i'll I'll allow myself a little bit of creative credit in the sense that that was what i was aiming for and because i am the age i am i remember all of that because i was there right in the days when people didn't have access to digital set digital layouts and so that's what you did because what you did have access to was somebody one of your mates would have an office job and they'd be able to go in after work and photocopy yeah. everything and that's what you did nowadays it's probably cheaper to pay somebody like mixam to do you a little low low uh, volume print run than it is to to run around trying to find a photocopy so people don't have photocopies anymore well it's not quite true but they're, they're, there are more photocopiers than there are fax machines but um so so yes so so in that way it was a deliberate call back to an aesthetic of a prior age possibly you could say when i were a lad right because because that's kind of when it was well it Um, it fitted in perfectly so it was intentional then it was intentional 
uh it was intentional the overall aesthetic was intentional the blocker on layouts was real and that was a that was a creative challenge that i had to resolve because i didn't have the skill to do the thing that i originally set out to do so i had to find another way or the photocopier i just couldn't find a photocopier either <laughs> it's like i had to rely on my own skill it was terrible it was a frightening time <laughs> You just need to um, draw them out each time, or use or use a cyanotype, as as was our original photocopying method. Right, this is how we made blueprints. So how you so made? Now you're taking me back to my primary school days when we <laughs> used to have purple copies because you used to have an alcohol-based cylinder, you know, drum copier, and you used to yep. and used to get that's how we used to get stuff at school. It was like it was copied on the drum copier, and it was all sort of a vague purpley color. Yeah. I used to um, cut things out of potato and make little prints with that. Is that similar? It, same thing. Same same principle. Okay, same principle, right? <laughs> yeah, Greg's laughing at me, but it's the same principle. <laughs> Line of sure. potato stencils. Come on. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, it's all good. Anyway, so so the point is, and to probably so to try and wrap up this part of the conversation, <laughs> the point is I now have what I consider to be a fun new thing, which is my photo journal which I can look, I can do like I love to do with books on a podcast, which is just do that. And you can hear the journal. It's very mm -hmm. lovely. Look, hear that. It's amazing. Anyway. Um, uh, art and books magic. Art books magic on the radio. And so, uh, and, and so now I have uh, a fantastic new toy, which is uh, a little book I can write stuff in and I can capture ideas and we'll see where it takes us. Mm. I also have, I need to find some more Sunny 16 stickers. I can't find my Sunny 16 stickers. I've got these little pockets in the front cover of it, right? So so I need, has anybody got any Sunny 16 stickers? Yeah, I've got one floating around. One possibly doesn't cut it, but uh -oh. thank, thank you, though. I'll bring them down to the photography show. Don't worry, I'll bring them down. Excellent. I could do with, I could do with another 100 weight of stickers to hand out at the photography show, if you could spare uh -oh. them. I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring down what we've got. I'll bring down all we've got. Um, yeah so uh yeah so that would be um that would be delightful thank you so there we go there's there's a little bit of thing that i'm doing at the moment and we'll see where it gets to you never know if anybody comes along to the photography show i may well have my photo journal with me mm. in fact i'll be, almost certainly have it with me hey you inspired me i've been looking through that's what i was faffing around with before and graham was laughing at me because i was like where is where's my box file of of journals there we go oh okay wow gosh yeah it inspired me to find it's like you're many years ahead of me <laughs> but yeah here we go i was so i was laughing at um, all of these in here various various shapes and sizes depending on how i was feeling at the time of my different journals and ideas and yeah and it's so fun because you get to go back through them and go oh yeah that idea was rubbish or oh that was there's some there's some life in that one there's definitely some stuff in here but yeah so i just thought i'd uh there we go um mm -hmm. dig dig out the box of ideas and journals and go oh look look you too could have a box file of uh of journals aid's face is showing delight i'm i'm <laughs> uh, uh, I, i'm now scared that like in a few what? years time if i keep up with this then there'll be loads of stuff about that written down about what i was thinking and and that doesn't appeal to me because <laughs> to be honest i don't really much enjoy it on the inside let alone like having to go back and see it after the fact no the nice thing is that like lots of this have i have now used like as ideas have come to me and i've put them down okay. in these places and now they're actually taking shape in real life are becoming things like for example like this here was my initial tests for um what's going to be my next kit so i made my analog adventure kit and my mm -hmm. thumbprints and mm -hmm. then this one's for the pinhole um not the next one i'm from pinhole viewer so pinhole camera using mm -hmm. origami and then like three four weeks ago i went and delivered a workshop and used this technique as my starting point for being able to actually do that um and this is gonna actually be a uh, a kit that i will use so the nice thing is that when i did these what maybe five years ago um i wanted to know whether they would last and they have Ta -da! there we go okay so, all right that's good that's, i like that yeah yeah well good it means it's all useful it's all useful stuff it's not just random 
crackers mm. ended up getting left like you can go back in you can dip into it and go hmm, actually yes i can bring that into something that i'm doing now it might be in a different shape or in a different way but it can still you know be the seed of that idea can be translated into something you're doing in the present yes mm. yeah okay now i see i yeah I that that I that I'm slightly less scared of, right? So it's, so because it's just like it's like oh, there's there's a lot of other stuff. Like, oh, I mean, do, yeah. do, do, do well, what am I doing? Am I? Yeah. It doesn't have to sit in my brain now, you know. It can That's just... true. There's de so that is definitely uh, a part of the thing that I because I can I can take notes digitally and I do that all the time for yeah for, for life, right? And especially for work. But I don't feel ever inspired to go back to them. They're there because I I need to write. Yeah, I need to be able to get back to them, perhaps right. And I certainly don't want to keep them in my head. And that's not where I'm at with the creative thing. The creative thing is I'd like to go back to stuff and I'd like to be able to build on it. So I'm trying to break the mold a little bit and make it a physical thing rather than a yeah. a digital only thing. So yeah, okay, all right. Well, we'll see see where we get to. I guess. Yeah. And I really like that you've got used. Well, I was going to say, have you used the uh, the stencils for your for your letters? You know. Yes, I have used. Yes, again, that's because yeah. that that was a, a backstop. Because uh, again, I'm I'm not all that. I can't draw or anything like that. So I thought I buy a little stencil for for letters, and then if I want to do some titles and stuff like that, I can do use the stencil. I can then sort of doodle over and around the stencils and stuff like that. So that's yeah. It's it, I'm not. I, I'm not imagining that I'll do lots of drawing and sketching yeah. and doodling in it. I might do a little bit of doodling if I'm, yeah, if I feel that way inclined. But again, as you know, one of the reasons I do photography is because I can't draw or paint. Right? So. I was going to say that it all has <laughs> always been I use a camera because that's a tool that I can use to do the job much better than I would be able to yeah. draw mm -hmm. you know, or paint it. And you've Very always. Much, yeah. So that's that I think is absolutely valid and brilliant. And wh why wouldn't we use the the right tool for that job? You know, mm. absolutely yes, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's I I'm it's it's good. I'm enjoy I've enjoyed the first three or four days or five days or however long it's been that I've been doing it, and we'll see where it goes to. Updates later. That all sounds pretty good. I ought to get into that. Give it a go myself. I have I've. I've put a sketch pad in my bag in the van, which I feel like is a real step in the right direction towards something. I nearly drew in it one day, so that was quite exciting. Yeah. Well, that's a good you know, That's that's important stuff. Right? Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm setting myself up so that when I get the time to do something, you know, it's there, ready. Um, try and keep in touch. <laughs> um, is there anything else we need to cover this week? Not that uh, I'm aware of. Just, just to remind everybody to go and get their tickets for the photography show, which is happening 17th till the 20th of September. We had the lovely Ruth on last week telling us all about what's going to be happening as part of the analogue showcase at the photography show. Obviously, there's other things there as well, I guess, digital cameras and whatnot. But um, obviously, we'll be there for the... Uh, the analog photography mm -hmm. um, i'll be there for the whatnot and the whatnot yeah and the beers and mm. um and everything else um but yes so just a little reminder of that and in terms of um the challenge that is currently ongoing i was going to say yeah. ongoing where are we at with the challenge ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. We're ongoing. hopefully going to get to it next week. So, okay, yeah. is, there, is there an end point that had been set date-wise for that for, that people might want to know of? Uh, next week. I think if people have done anything with the song lyrics one, um, then we're going to aim for next week. We keep saying this, next week, next week, manana, manana. But I think next week is the plan. So, yeah, please do email us if you have done anything with that. I think we've got at least... Yeah, one email so far, so that would be good. Um, um, the email is sunny16podcast at gmail.com because I've realised since listening to Jeff that we don't explain where people sh can find us and where people should send things. That's a very good point. There is a reason why <laughs> we should do that. Um, and that's why I was like just saying before, Aid, make sure that 
you know, if uh, if people would like to get hold of a copy of your zine, if you've got a few left, that yeah. we know where it is, is on Twitter. Um, and uh, and if you yeah, if you'd like to email in, um, send us some of your um, images that you've shot for the theme of song lyrics. Um, then it's sunny sixteen podcast at gmail.com. It'd be lovely to see your images. Claire, mm. where are you at with yours? I've done it. I will tell you what I've done, Ryan. So um, I shall reveal mine next week. Also, before we go, I'm going to recommend a film. I watched it last night, and mm -hmm. so it was crazy. I've never seen a film like this. It was—I I don't even know how to explain it. So I, I would say it was kind of like a surreal satire. Um, and it's—I I don't know if any of you have seen. It's called Greener Grass. Greener Grass, and it's from 2000, I think 19. Anyway if you it's it's a really bizarre film and it's worth a watch and there's moments when i you know it'll just make you laugh but um it's really vividly colorful <laughs> and so if you're into color like me and it's quite over the top um it's worth watching for that alone for the color okay. and the, the kind of strange the, the styling and the, and the coordination in the film but greener grass honestly it's it's such a kind of strange surreal satire so that's my little one yeah. with your photographic <laughs> lens eyes on <laughs> you got your first, you got your, your options it's either, either green grass or nailed it i'm just saying maybe yeah. nailed it <laughs> they're probably very similar in most ways on whilst we're <laughs> recommending things ice one as always um don't forget to check out the sunny 16 presents feed since billy billy sanford has been helping out it has been hugely helpful we're actually getting stuff out on a much more regular cadence now thanks to billy's mm. far superior organizational skills so recently we have had episodes of of course i dream of cameras um we have had billy's own music and photography show which has been going out we've had the quirky camera show from ian going out and of course the all new grain splaining episode two of grain splaining has gone out uh, which is a magical delight and i've got episode three well, it will be out next week by hook or by crook, and um, hopefully by, by the time episode four comes around, Em will be back from Bangkok, which is where she's at the moment, having a great time and uh, not at all mm. jealous of that fact. So, um, yeah, check out Sunny Sixteen Presents. Okay. The devil, you uh, say. A, the devil, you say. Well, I, I'm just, I just sort of waiting for somebody else to jump in before I take us out of the show. So it's. Uh, but but i think that might be us done so in which case uh we have been the sunny 16 podcast and uh it's great to have everybody here today and it's great to talk to you all out there uh we will play you out now with rachel's band rocker you can get their album promises i should have kept out all good internet establishments it's been an honor and a privilege and we will see you next week goodbye goodbye, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>